0: Welcome back to Flagged. Welcome back to Flagged. This is... You are so big on my computer <laughs> screen. You are gigantic. It's like the size of your actual head. Oh my... God. <laughs> so Perfect. in the... I'm in the Penn State Media Commons this week because I'm just trying out new places to record because they have the same microphones that we do provided. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in here this week. It's kind of echoey. I don't know if I like it. We'll have to listen to the audio later. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it comes equipped with like a giant mac Do you see and same. so i blew up sarah <laughs> on the mac and her face is the size of her actual face oh good it's Perfect. all together can you well. hold your camera at a more flattering angle please <laughs> this
1: is the ugliest lighting i've ever seen my face is completely whitewashed like legit it it doesn't get better. There's no good angle. I mean, I probably don't look. T- I'm hunching over because I forgot my <laughs> mic
0: stand, so I'm just kind of, kind of hunched oh, here. There's really no good angle, so I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry.
1: My there face blown no up on your screen. Angles. Yeah, uh, it's hot as balls in here, so th- there's that. How did you I'm get it to, it to? How hard. did you get it to go to your the big
0: ass laptop? Um, I signed into my Apple ID on this laptop, so hopefully I can oh. find out how to sign out. <laughs> my God. Okay, T- so, um, so, we are introducing, okay. yep. <laughs> we are inter- <laughs> I love talking over each other, are we yeah. both fire signs? Can you tell? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we love an
1: Aries-Leo moment. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, <laughs> so we are introducing a new series this week on
1: Flagged. Oh it's a two-part God. series. If oh you guys God. really
0: like it, or if, like we get like good feedback on it, or if we like doing it, if I don't like care, two
1: of our friends say that it was cool, then we're gonna keep <laughs> doing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then we'll keep doing it. Although it's, I have to okay, I have to explain it before I mm-hmm. okay. So what we're gonna do is we're going to talk about some like college hometown cases. Mm-hmm. So. I'm at Penn State, Sarah's at Temple, this week is Sarah's week, so Sarah is going to share one or two. Two.
1: They're not specifically Temple, but they are North Philly slash Philly cases, because, listen, I tried to look up Temple stuff, and the thing that kept popping up was this really recent murder, and I didn't want to do it because it's, like, too recent and, like, too serious, and, like, I just would rather do something from the past that's, like, not specifically Temple, because, like, I felt bad. It wasn't yes. a good case Understood. to do.
0: Understood. Yes. I, on the other hand, found two Penn State specific cases. Yeah, fuck so you. Oh
1: the fuck weirdest you. shit ever. I was researching cause Janex told me she found a missing persons case in two thousand one. And so I'm looking on the FBI's like like it's not the I don't know if it's the FBI, but it was Philadelphia's missing persons list and then it gave me a list of all the missing people in Pennsylvania in general. And it was just pictures of people. Like there was like 500 pictures of people that had been missing. And like the third one I click on, it says she's been missing from State College in 2001. And I was like, oh, how did I accidentally find Jane X's yeah, case? Yeah, that's so
0: weird. And I was like, don't you dare read it. Oh, I did not. Don't you dare read it. Yeah, because I, I know that both of us are like, <laughs> hmm, hmm, wonder what that's <laughs> about. <laughs> you right <clears throat> so yeah so that's for next week this week yep. we're talking about all things temple and then next <clears throat> week i'll do two cases from penn state I'm so and excited. if you guys like this fun little college hometown thing that we do maybe we'll do another one yeah um but yeah so excited I what know. else
1: are we doing this weekend sarah oh my god i was just gonna say so last weekend I went with our friend Alyssa, who was on like episode what, two. Oh, right. You didn't even talk about this yes. on the podcast yet. I know. I'm so excited. Go, girl, go. So, me and Alyssa months ago heard that my favorite murder, the podcast of the, it's like the mother true crime podcast, honestly. Um, <laughs> so, they were going on tour, and me and Alyssa were like, hold up, hold up, hold up. We are going to do everything that we can to get these tickets. So we literally sat there at like ten AM on like a Wednesday, refreshing our page and we're like, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god And then we were like, Okay, we have to get tickets. So we got them, God bless, and we have been waiting for months to go to this. So finally, January thirty first, shout out, at the Met in Philly, we saw Karen and Georgia in the flesh. Our seats were so good. It was so cool. They like mentioned Wawa and Buffalo Exchange and I was like, oh. <clears throat> so it was great. It was so fun. So it was really yeah, good. Yeah, I am extremely jealous. Mm-hmm. I was
0: in a puddle of jealousy when you guys were there last week, and I was <laughs> sitting here in good old State College doing yeah. nothing. Yeah. actually, what day was it?
1: It was like a, a Thursday night. It was Thursday, so I was. It was
0: a week ago. My, a week ago today. Yeah, so I was doing my math homework and just <laughs> in a puddle of tears because I wasn't there. So. But, fine.
1: however. Jane, eggs. You are coming
0: to Temple tomorrow because I am taking the mega bus, <laughs> seventy two dollars. What oh, the fuck? My God. Taking the mega bus four hours from State College no. to Philadelphia no. so that me and Sarah can go see the dollop. Yes, God. we're going to see the dollop I'm live. The dollop so is not excited. true crime. If you don't know what the dollop is,
1: oh. shame on you. <laughs> go listen to the dollop. It is it's a, like a what
0: is it? A history. It's American podcast? history.
1: Like comedy what the fuck it's basically stories that just make you go like oh my god how did that happen in real life yeah and Alyssa is
0: coming with us and Mm -hmm. sarah and Alyssa actually introduced me to the dollop on a bus trip to boston in junior year of high school (laughs) and the three of us listened to it at the same time and just it was so cracking up so funny listen to the
1: hugh glass episode and the rube glass
0: the rube and ten cent beer oh
1: so good literally just iconic their their like early episodes are literally so funny I can't and their last their latest like, ones wow. are great too their latest their ones are their last
0: really make it
1: I'm not gonna lie I showed Matt the Hugh Glass episode on our way home Matt is her boyfriend yes Matt is my boyfriend <laughs> hi shout out to Matt hey he'll probably be on next episode maybe so anyway. I don't know if we
0: are going to keep in the shit that we just did, but we realized <laughs> that our audio might not be synced, and we were just clapping like idiots. If we keep it in, hilarious. If we don't, just know that that's what we were just doing, we are <laughs> stupid.
1: We are so dumb.
0: Anyway, so, yeah. That's so, me. we are going to see the doll up <clears throat> tomorrow night. Very excited. It's my first time seeing a podcast live,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: and it'll be really fun.
1: Also, they're coming literally to Temple, which is insane.
0: Yeah, that's very cool.
1: So. I mean, Travis
0: Scott is coming to Penn <clears throat> State, so, like, stop whatever okay whatever it's fine (laughs) all right so we have been talking for long fucking enough sarah yep let's get into it
1: okay i have two stories for you one of them well okay they're both murder okay i'll let you know here we go the first one is about shamari taylor disclaimer i have not looked up how to pronounce any of these names so i'm literally so sorry if i say these names wrong but you piece of shit i know okay Shamari Taylor was the 26-year-old son of the late state representative John Myers. And so, this takes place in 2006. So, oh. I know, a while kinda ago. Kind of recent. Kind of recent, but just <laughs> wait. <Not laughs> a really. while ago, kind of recent. Like, <laughs> yeah. different. Just wait. So, at 11 p.m. on Saturday, August 26th, uh, 2006, Taylor and his girlfriend were driving on the 7600 block of Woodbine Avenue in the Overbrook Park neighborhood, and a van stops in front of their car. Don't like that. From here, um, different news sources have different, you know, whatever, but 8 to 10 people jumped out of the van, and Um, they handcuff and blindfold Taylor and his girlfriend. 8 to 10 people? Yes, come out of this van. Excusez-moi. Mm-hmm. Isn't that horrible? That's so scary. So they forced them into the van and kidnapped them both. and Yeah. So from there, uh, the van drove off. And only a few hours after the kidnapping, um, his girlfriend was released. And I didn't find any, like, information about his girlfriend or what she said. But um, basically, they were taken to this, like, weird place. And, I mean, she had a blindfold on, so she couldn't really tell what was going on. But Mm -hmm. after that... 12 years later, they have still never found his body of, of Taylor. What? So the girlfriend gets released, but for 12 years, he's completely missing. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, like, all they know about the crime, basically.
0: Okay, so some dudes jump out of a van and kidnap them and let one of
1: them go, and the other one has not been seen since. Literally has been missing for 12 years. Cool. And so... The day after the abduction, two men invaded Taylor's mother's home on the 5400 block of, I don't know how to say this name, Wyalusing Avenue? I don't know. That's in North Philly. Um, and so the men shot both Taylor's mother and sister in the head. What the fuck? hmm But they survive. And so... What? I know. I'm, I'm shook. I, when I read that, I was like, what the fuck? And so sources have varying accounts of the next couple things, but... According to a few articles um, from like CBS, Philly News, all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, the men took 10 grand from his mother's house and then several days later, his cousin was then raped and robbed. What the fuck? I know. And so those crimes had never been solved, but the police believe this whole thing was drug-related. Um, oh, so they think the kidnapping, no. the, the shootings, the rape, all that might have been drug-related. So maybe someone was targeting him and like wanted to kill his family. That's literally the whole thing. Like, cops have no idea what happened. And so, in 2007, uh, this guy, Kenneth Tuck, he was tried twice on the kidnapping and other offenses, but the jury was unable to reach a verdict. And so then, in 2008, he was acquitted of all the charges, which left them with nothing then.
0: Well, why did they, do you know why they thought it was him in the first place or no?
1: I couldn't find it. The, The articles for this were really, like, sparse, but... All of them were kind of just, like, the same, but with different wording, pretty much. Okay. They don't really know. I, I didn't I didn't really find out why they thought it was him. Maybe just because he was, like, like had a relations to him. I don't even know. It was, it was pretty broad articles that I was reading.
0: I'm sorry, I'm taking a phone call. Hello.
1: <laughs> okay. Thanks for <clears throat> staying at Hilton Hotels. Please leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> so... Tuck was acquitted of all the charges, leaving police with literally nothing to go off of. Um, and that was 11 years ago. And so last year in August of 2018, uh, I know, major break in the case, Taylor's Ooh. remains were found in a shallow grave in a lot no. in North Philly. No, stop. hmm <gasps> Isn't that crazy? So, How many years later? Uh, Ten. Or, yeah, years? No, 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 no. That's not right. That's not right. Twelve. Sweetie. Twelve. I'm sorry. I just. Math. I just thought math the, is our friend. Listen, the date two thousand eight is really like right above it in my notes. I'm sorry.
0: What is that? Twelve <laughs> no, years. <that's>
1: twelve. <laughs> twelve years later, his body was found. Almost like to the month. Twelve years later.
0: That's crazy. Mhm.
1: And the only way they identified him was through dental records.
0: We stand investigators who <laughs> figure that shit out. Like, how do you do For that? Ri- oh, I God. literally have no idea. You're like, oh, here are some fucking teeth. There's seven billion people on this earth
1: with goddamn teeth. So let's figure <laughs> out whose they are. Like what? <laughs> for Amazing. real. It is it is pretty cool. So that's that's literally the story. It was very short. But what? Police urge anyone you, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. <laughs> Backtrack for a second. So you're gonna tell me all this shit, you're gonna lead up to it, you're gonna be like, and in
1: last year they yep. found his body.
0: And they're going to tell me that's it. That's yep. fucking rude. They, <laughs> that's
1: what that is. <laughs> that is fucking rude. I, I'm annoyed that they still literally have no idea who did it. Like, of all the 8 well, to I'm 10 sure people... a decomposed like, body doesn't really give you shit. Yeah, well, 8 to 10 people kidnapped him? Like, how do they not know one person that did it? You know? I'm sure
0: it's drug-related. Act- I'm not sure because, like, I'm not an investigator. Don't fucking quote me on that. <laughs> but, like, if there's 8 to 10 people who kidnap you and your girlfriend? Yeah. Let your girlfriend go. Try to kill your family members and steal all of your money. I'm one, assuming. Yeah. One would have to assume. Yeah. that there's some drugs in there. There
1: might be a couple drugs thrown in there.
0: <laughs> there might be a few. Lovely.
1: <laughs> so when I was researching but this, what would a yeah.
0: North Philly case be
1: without <laughs> drugs? <laughs> Fuck, wasn't gonna say it but like okay but we said it but we said it it's fine north philly has a very bad drug problem and the next case will but highlight that philly,
0: north philly also has a very big place in our hearts <laughs> north philly we appreciate you we
1: love you we appreciate you uh anyway the next Sarah case lives in you i, I live in you okay <laughs> ew um the next case is just horrendous regarding okay, so drugs. But we're
0: wrapping up the case of what's literally just
1: wrapping it up, Shamari Taylor. Um police... Taylor, um
0: and you know, just set your Google alerts. For real. So listen. Because this only what? the last break in the case happened less than a year ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So set your Google alerts because for real. Shit could go
1: down. The police captain of Philadelphia don't know how to pronounce his name at all. It's like CQO can, he, can, he brew? can I Can I don't know. What? You i you
0: talking that's about a, new
1: case now? No, no, no. That's the police captain of Philly. Whatever. Oh. The, the police captain of Philly tells the public, this is in quotes, there's no such thing as a bad tip, a wasted tip, or an outdated tip. Doesn't matter when. The law supports that, too. There's no statute of limitations on homicides. And so, if you know any information about this case, or anything... <laughs> You can submit a tip to the Philadelphia Police at phillypolice.com or 215-686-TIPS, which is 8447, or you can email them at tips at phillypolice.com. So that's that's the case. So case number two, the first one was super short, so I was like, all right, I got to find another one because you're doing two, so I was going to do two as well. This one is called the Lex Street Massacre, and it is pretty scary. So, as we were just saying, the first line of this that I wrote is, as you know, Philly has a major drug problem. So, this happened in December of 2000, so I found some old cases for you. It takes (gasps) place in... Wait, 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 wait. Let's
0: let's take a pause. You said, I found some old cases for you?
1: Yeah. (laughs) My cases are from the 1960s oh and 2001 okay well considering how much crime happens in north philly these are old cases so (laughs) (laughs) very different there's a very different concept of time when it comes to
0: crimes in state college versus north philadelphia so
1: because of north philly's like massive drug problem especially at the time um because of this, there was a lot of crime related to drugs and gangs trying to fight for their own territory and customers. And so that's kind of what fueled this entire massacre. Uh, also, big shout out to the source I used for this Philadelphia Weekly has like this awesome article about this. And like when I looked at the Wikipedia for this, it was literally like three sentences long. And the article i just mentioned was legit so long and had a really good description of like the people that died like their their past and like their history and just because of like time's sake i couldn't write down all of the stuff about every person that died because right. it was so long and like there's it would go on forever which sucks but if you want to know more about the people that were affected in this philadelphia weekly has an amazing article so december of 2000 in mill creek west Philadelphia. Um, Mil- Creek. I know. Milk Creek. Uh, shout out to Milk Creek. If you know, you know. Anyway, so. YK YK. <laughs> um, nearly a dozen crack dealers were at the oh. Chan Long. I know, they say crack in this, and I'm just like, wow. They were at the Chan, Chan Long Chinese takeout restaurant. They're just mm-hmm. chilling there. And so, okay. Do you like okay, Chinese? I'm allergic to, like, all of it, so. Oh. Whenever I get Chinese food, it's rice and vegetables and chicken.
0: And it's good, but. Panda Express is Chinese food, right?
1: I don't even know. I've never been there. I think so, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, there's a Panda Express on campus, and they have good fried rice, but I'm uncultured and I don't like a lot of other foods. (laughs) Fried rice. Just, you know, wondering.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. So,
0: because we're in North Philly, um. Wait, is fried rice a Chinese food? (laughs) Yeah. Is it? Wait, I'm asking Siri, because I don't. What? it is right yeah but i feel like i've gotten it at like hold on it's also it's like an it's asian fried food. rice chinese food what the
1: fuck i didn't find any matching restaurants well that's not what i <laughs> asked you no it's like an asian food like rice wait yes it's an asian food but not, is it a chinese food yeah do you get it at a chinese restaurant?
0: Yes, yeah, but is it is it original? Is fried rice originally Chinese? Which, is there? I don't know. Like, Does it matter right now? Is I'm well. You know what? We're I'm someone now the viewers probably want to know. Someone the called the viewers, Jenny. The listeners. Someone called Jenny. Someone called yeah. Jenny. Jenny's Korean. Okay, well she'd probably fucking know anyway. Is fried rice a Chinese food? Since Siri couldn't effing help me. <laughs> Let's culture ourselves. Fried rice is a dish of cooked rice that has been stir-fried in a wok or frying pan
1: and is usually... <laughs> whatever the fuck. Is it giving you recipes? <laughs> it's like, okay, so you put it in the oven okay. for... Or the
0: the Fried rice first developed during the Sioux dynasty in China. Ah! And as such, all fried rice dishes can trace their origins to Chinese fried rice.
1: Yes, okay,
0: so you're right. So China- Chinese fried rice is Chinese, but it can also be other things if it is a different variation of said dish. Why are we Thank talking about this?
1: Night. Oh, cuz the Chinese restaurant. Okay, I get it. Cuz at now. a Chinese restaurant. I was really lost I why we if were any talking of them about ordered food. fried rice. I mean, probably. Anyway. So, for <laughs> some reason, literally every single person's name like has, you know when they say like for example, this guy's name is George and then in quotes, Jig Porter, like everyone has a nickname, every single one of these people. So, oh my god why are you making that face jenny just sipped her water and looks like she just like smelt pure ass okay jenny
0: made hot chocolate in my water bottle last week and i really ew, tried to dude. wash it out but like it's like it's definitely like clean like it's clean there's no hot chocolate in it but i can't get the smell out of it oh my god i can't ew. drink my water
1: that is horrible So, literally everyone has nicknames. Follow along with these names because... Or try your best because it's so goddamn hard. (laughs) Follow along or else. (laughs) All right. So, George Jig Porter, um, an 18-year-old dealer, was standing with the group outside of the Chinese restaurant on the corner. And then Keontae Perrin, I think that's how you... Or Perrin, whatever. He's 19. He lives next to Porter's business partner who is... 15-year-old Samuel Malik Harris Jr. aka Malik. Also standing with them is 23-year-old Hezekiah Grizz Thomas and he sells drugs with Sean Cruz who is one of Porter's drug-dealing rivals. So Porter leaves the Chinese restaurant that night without noticing that a bunch of other drug dealers were eyeing him down from the other corner and so Porter leaves to go back to his house, or the house, I guess you could call it, 816 Lex Street, where him and Harris were running a crack business, where they sold high-quality crack for half price. <laughs> I just saw, like, what?
0: a like an ad or, like, a poster, high-quality crack for half the price. <laughs> I know, it sounds like a fucking
1: infomercial.
0: It really does. So... The thing- Catch that graphic on the Instagram because I would definitely be Oh my
1: god, one. wait, that's funny as shit. Please.
0: Catch it on the Instagram at flagged podcast. Thank wow. you and good night.
1: That's perfect. So <laughs> Oh my fucking God. But the problem with selling high quality crack for half price was that many drug dealers were like, bro, don't fucking do that because it pisses off absolutely everyone else who's trying to sell High-quality crack for yeah. regular fucking price. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I would assume that those people selling high-quality crack for regular price would be pissed off at the people selling high-quality crack <laughs> for half the price.
1: Because oh, if you should.
0: look at the laws of supply and demand... Mm-hmm.
1: Stop, business The major. quantity demanded... Okay, I can't deal with your the business price major decrease. bullshit right now. I'm sorry, Stop. I'm an
0: econ right now. Oh. But the... Um, The price decrease means that the quantity demanded will be less at higher prices.
1: Mm hmm. Precisely. So, because of this, (laughs) there was a shit ton of rivalry between them. And a lot of other drug dealers were like, you guys need to stop doing that because we're going to. Oh my god. Wait, I'm sorry. What? I'm going to
0: make a a fucking <laughs> supply and demand graph oh. for crack
1: cocaine oh my god <laughs> no catch that on the instagram as well Perfect. at Life podcast thank you i'm, I'm ready <laughs> porter and harris were running this fucking crack house and <laughs> i can't say the word crack without like trying like without like laughing i feel like no one ever says crack unless it's like a joke you're frozen by the way oh am i can you still hear yeah. me
0: yeah, I can still hear you, but like, perfect. i like to see you. There's You're not much to see. Really ugly.
1: Well, it, I'm I'm still looking ugly. There's really not. Like, much you to look see. like a blobfish. <laughs> Fuck. All right. In the frame in which you are frozen. S- uh, perfect. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> You're disgusting. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> oh no. Um, Porter had gone to his house on Lex Street. And other drug dealers were, like, watching him, and according to police, they gave a signal to the others after he left. Porter didn't see this, obviously, because I'm sure if he did, he would be like, oh, shit. Right. So once he leaves, Sean Cruz, which is his rival, met with Perrin Thomas, Jermel Lewis, and Saquon Yoik. That's definitely not it Saquon? No, it's S-A-C-O-N. Ugh,
0: I was hoping it was Saquon. Saquon. Shout Saquon. out to Saquon
1: Barkley, Penn State alum. Oh, hell yeah. So Porter make an episode yeah, surrounding Temple off? all about Penn State. Yeah. All right, anyway. So Porter's two friends, Tyrone, Guy Long, uh, he's eighteen, and Calvin, CJ Helton, who's was nineteen, were already at the house when uh, Porter arrived at Lux Street. And Long was set to start his shift at ten PM of selling drugs at the house. So, I guess they had shifts of, like, who sells drugs, because um, it's all day long. And so, Harris was guarding the door as Long and Helton smoked a blunt. So, oh, yeah. Nice. They're really just getting lit. All right. So, there's a knock at the door, and Harris, apparently recognizing them, let the two men into the Lex Street house. But behind them came two masked men with guns rushing into the house. What? Mm-hmm. So, once these men came in, the other two men that were unmasked revealed that they had guns as well. Oh, shit. So, was that, like, a ploy for them to get in? Yeah. Yeah. (gasps) And so, one of the gunmen took Guy Long upstairs to his aunt's bedroom, where she, um, I don't know how to say this name, Yvette? Yeah. Yvette Long, who was a longtime crack addict, was living upstairs, and he threatened to kill her (gasps) if Long didn't give all of his possessions over. And so the gunman then took the people in the second bedroom next to Yvette's into her room, and all six of them had to lie on the cramped floor. And when the gunman realized it was too cramped for all of them, they brought them back downstairs. And the gunman then grabbed Porter and Harris. I'm just imagining them, like, being like, fucking lay down. And
0: then, uh, you guys look a
1: little cramped in here. Can I take (laughs) you guys downstairs? Oh, my God. They're like, this is not working for me. My OCD is flaring up right now.
0: It's like, it's like... You know what, you guys, you seem a little cramped on this floor. Like, why don't we just take this downstairs? Yeah. There's more space. Have down a seat
1: there. on the couch. It'll be fine.
0: A little bit more homey, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love being homey in a crack house. <laughs> 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 Always feels like So now we're downstairs. Yeah. Now we're all downstairs, everyone. The gunmen then grabbed Porter and Harris, who were the main targets of the attack, and laid them for the attack. Sorry, I just said attacked, I think. I don't really know. So, <laughs> they laid them down next to Helton on the floor. So, everyone else was trapped in the dining room. So, basically, everyone's laying on the floor of the living room and dining room, like, cowering. It's like an open concept kind open, of house. Yeah, open concept. Mm-hmm. Really, like, lets, like, the crack smell yeah. flow through the house. Mm-hmm. Like, the Feed Flow through each room. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Right. We love so, an open concept. Yes. An open concept crack house. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yvette's man. boyfriend alfred bobby goodwin was forced to stay on the other side of the room while craig his nickname is 40 i don't know why his his nickname is 40 yes and the next guy's hmm. n- nickname ronette pooh adams um bruce carter and edward Petey sold sold her? The, all of these people are in this house so then this is when shit gets real if it wasn't real already Um,
0: the killers... (laughs) Yeah, them laying on the ground in a crack house being (laughs) held at gunpoint isn't real
1: enough. No. Well, this is the, this is the, this is the bad part. So the killers then said, if you had listened to me, motherfucker, and then sprayed the room with bullets, (gasps) they left people to cower underneath tables and against the wall to shield themselves from bullets. Basically, pretty much everyone got shot. Ten people got shot that day. And so, after the gunman stopped shooting, one of them came back to shoot Porter three more times. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Wait, so, before shooting, he said, if you
0: would listen to me, motherfucker. Yeah. I was gonna say, remember in the beginning that some guy said to him, like, everyone's gonna get pissed off if you do this.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, those, they assume that those people that were watching him across the street, and, like, the people that were like, hey, you shouldn't, like, be selling drugs like that were the ones that killed him because or or like it could have been like his own friends warning him, like, don't do this because people are gonna get mad and these are the type of people that get mad. So this is what happens right. when you fuck with the system. Basically they shoot ten people and Yvette Long fakes dead, which is fucking genius. And always the thing to do when you're in this kind of situation, like fake dead if you can. So when she was sure that all the killers had left, she called out to someone or to anyone in the house that was still alive only Bruce Carter replies with a moan.
0: Oh my God! Can you
1: imagine, like the post shooting, like your ears are probably ringing. you like she had been shot five times in the legs. Oh my God! Like uh, I can't even imagine. Out and no one answers uh-huh. you.
0: Holy Except shit! Except for
1: one guy who just moans. So after the spree, she- seven people had been shot dead: George Porter, Tyrone Long, Calvin Helton, Malik Harris, Alfred Goodwin. Edward Solder and Ronette Abrams were all murdered in what is Philadelphia's largest mass shooting still to really? this day. Yep, 19 years wow. later. That's the largest one. So, like I said, Yvette had been shot five times in the legs, and she ran onto Lex Street where only two <gasps> other occupants were living. Oh, my God. So the whole street was like this ghost town except for their house and two other houses that were occupied. And here's the kicker. Only $50 worth of crack was taken from the house. What? Yep. What? Literally $50 worth. Like, how? So this was, like,
0: some rival saying, F this, I'm not going to, like, try to negotiate, I'm not going to try to scare them, I'm just going to murder them.
1: Yep. It wasn't even, like yeah it's just bizarre like he just wanted to do that to, to prove a point like don't fuck with me like i will kill yeah. you and everyone that you're friends with and these these are literally kids our age that are being shot dead like his business partner partner was 15 years old when he was shot dead so all of the kids murdered in this mass shooting had grown up in the projects basically surrounded by drugs the article i was talking about philadelphia weekly talks about how the parents of these kids try their hardest to get their kids out of drugs and keep them away from drugs but once they get older like it's hard to keep them away from that kind of thing and these kids were literally like any other kids they like love playing sports and like rapping, fixing up bikes and they just like were kids all throughout elementary school until you know they got older and got exposed to the negative influences around them i don't know it's just really unfortunate to hear about cases like this where yeah kids get caught up in the wrong people and wrong situations and it gets them killed like this is what happens when you get in the wrong crowd for too long, and you can't like survive off of that kind of lifestyle. So, four suspects were quickly charged for this the murders and the massacre, uh, but there was insufficient evidence. And after spending 18 months in jail, the charges were dropped, leading to a lawsuit in which they received $1.9 million in a settlement. And then in 2002, four men were charged and convicted of the case. Three of them are serving life terms and the fourth is sentenced to 15 to 30 years in prison and that's the pretty much the whole case of the lex street massacre so they caught you said they caught all four guys right yeah they they convicted the i guess the wrong people and so they had to spend 18 months in jail but they received a settlement because of their you know oh gotcha yeah so the article wasn't saying who was convicted of the crime however there is a book about this and i think there might be a movie because i was looking up black street massacre and like movie came up multiple times but there is a book about this being like the you know largest mass shooting in philadelphia history It's kind of right. crazy and also crazy that like i'd never heard of this before it's i feel like things like this get kind of swept under the rug because you know it's drug related in north philly and it's black kids dying, so the news just, like, it get, it's one of the, it's just another one of those murders, you know? Like, yeah. the news doesn't, you know, if this was a, it, it's it's just different when it's cases like this because of, you know, racial bias and underreporting of black crimes and... Right. Yeah, but I, I saw that recently, on the anniversary of the um massacre, a bunch of the family members were, like, kind of trying to celebrate and um remember their kids and their family members that passed away um, um so that's really so sad. sad yeah really upsetting but hopefully like the family's got some kind closure. of like closure yeah having each other i feel like is better than you know not knowing the families because all the kids grew up together in elementary school and high school and they're all friends and so they've all known each their other since they their kids each other as well. yeah so yeah, that's the story of the Lex Street Massacre. Very upsetting. So two cool cases. Thanks, mm-hmm. Sarah.
0: What was the first guy's name again? Shamari Taylor. Shamari Taylor. So set your Google alerts for Shamari Taylor. Yes, because for real. things are still going on in that case. Yep, it's very much active. And if you want more information about the Lex Street Massacre, there's a book, there might be a movie who knows Philadelphia Weekly has an amazing article about it but yeah thanks so much um, yes if you're listening and you enjoyed this let us know at Flagged Podcast on Instagram if you like the college two part series so far and next episode you're gonna hear two stories from State College PA Penn Woo.
1: State are you excited? <laughs> very much also the problem be. the problem with researching this was that I had just done Gary Heidnik, and he's literally from 10 minutes away from Temple. It would have been perfect for us. Yeah, this. that would have
0: been a good one. But it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'm sure you definitely have more cases to choose from than I do. Yeah. When I was looking for cases, it was like, there are like four prominent cases Yeah. <laughs> in, like Center County as a whole. Because we are in the middle, like smack dab in the <laughs> middle of Pennsylvania out here. Yep. but i'm very excited to travel home to philly tomorrow see sarah see the dollop live hang out with the fam yep all that good stuff and then we will be back in two weeks with our part two of this little college series all about penn state crimes so yeah uh go owls
1: (laughs) yeah go owls we will see you soon jessica i will see you in less than 24 hours sarah i know i'm excited so exciting
0: and we will see you guys in two weeks yes sunday the what's the date we're posting this on sunday the 10th and we will see you guys on sunday february 24th thanks so much for listening to flagged episode 7 Woo. and we'll see you next sunday right. two sundays from now yes all right okay
1: Bye. bye <laughs>